Hello, screeters. Time always seems to pass in a way that I just can't seem to grasp. When I think it should go quickly, it seems not to pass. And when I think it should go slowly, it all goes so fast. I was looking at some statistics this morning, and this is episode 230 of Random Screed. If we said the show was an average of 15 minutes long, that is like three full days of Random Screeds. That's insane. I don't usually pay attention to the episodes very often, obviously, even though Episode 100, I think, is one of the top five listened episodes or something. I don't know. What I do know is today is Tuesday, July 21st, 2020. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. Hey, Jason. Carl here. Seems like a long time since I've called in. Good to hear your voice. I have been keeping up, just FYI. I just haven't felt like calling in. Apologize for that. Maybe it's this COVID situation and dealing with my own demons, as you know. Um, Finally getting over them, which is great. I feel like I am playing a lot, though, in this COVID. I heard your, like, 10-session binge over the course of a week, and I feel like I've had similar situations. I don't know if that's good or bad. I mean, I guess it keeps me happy. I love running a good session. Um, I'm not going to bore you with the summary of my sessions. You could actually hear it on Jason Connerly's podcast. He interviewed me one week of gaming in the life of Carl. Um, Anyway, take care. Stay safe. It sucks that you have to go out there and work and put yourself and your family in danger. But it is what it is. All right. There is my man, Carl Rodriguez. An old D&D brother, for sure. We met playing the hero system and had some pretty epic play-by-post games. Maybe so many of them that I don't like play-by-post anymore. (laughs) Regardless of that, Carl, thanks for calling in, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, And you should never apologize for listening or not listening. It's just, you should do what you do. And that is all good. And I'm glad to hear that uh, things are getting better for you. I know it was a difficult time. It's a difficult time for us all. uh, But I think you had some extra issues that made it even harder. So good on you for finding a way out of the hole, my man. Good on you. Sounds awesome that... uh, Jason on Nerds RPG Variety Cast interviewed you. That is Wonderbar, and anyone listening to this should go check it out. Jason is the other Jason that often calls into this and all of the other RPG Anchorite shows. So getting Carl in there is certainly a coup and sounds quite interesting. So I tell everyone, go listen to that, and maybe I will too. In the interim, let's hear a few messages from the other Jason. 
Hey, Jason, the other Jason here. Just want to say, interesting last podcast. In response to Joe, you rambled on, and I don't remember exactly what you said, and I should re-listen, but I'm not going to. But there was something about you weren't sure if it was right or wrong for, you know, with cancel culture and the idea of not letting people have their opinions or voice separate opinions. And people should definitely be able to voice their own opinions. People should 100% be able to say what they think, and we should be able to have conversations as adults. We don't have to agree with something, but we should be able to have a conversation about it, right? So if I like Lamentations of Flame Princes, and you don't, but because it's an offshoot of BX, I think it belongs in considered OSR, we should be able to have that conversation without you yelling at me or, or blocking me. Mr. Hobbs, Roy here. When you do a podcast and immediately forget what you podcasted about, that's called Vancean podcasting. And the final result at the end of the day might be, well, we're going to have to agree to disagree. But we should be able to have that conversation. And when we're done that conversation, we should be able to pick up a different conversation and not have hateful thoughts at each other because of the previous one. And I think this, you know, I don't know, maybe it's bigger in this country, but definitely in America, that's pretty darn hard to do. So I don't know, but I definitely think that's wrong. And I definitely think that's a problem. So I, I don't know if that helps at all. That probably doesn't help at all. So I don't know what to tell you. If you've got a nail down OSR, you go D&D and you go products that are spinoffs of D&D, BX, and when I say D&D, I mean first edition. So everything first edition and older. And, you know, second edition. So OSR is everything prior to AD&D second edition that TSR did for Dungeons and & Dragons and anything that spins off that. There you go. There's your definition. We, we don't have to agree with it, but we should be able to talk about it civilly, right? So, anyhow, keep up the good work, man. Hang in there. And, yeah, you might be gaming just a wee too much. But, hey, I've done it in the past, so I'm not one to talk. Take care, my friend. And there he is, Jason Connerly from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. The most prolific poster at the Audio Dungeon Discord. Or as my man Taylor would say, a double D. Even more prolific is Jason Connerly at call-ins to other people's shows. Good on you, sir. You're keeping up where Spike Pit left off, at least at the screen. So, I feel like we kind of got off on a tangent there. We were talking about if it was right or wrong, cancel culture. As far as that goes, we should be able to have adult conversations The problem or the elephant in the room that you're choosing to ignore is this country has been under a tyrannical grasp of patriarchy, misogyny, and racism. And people who think that's okay aren't going to get along with the people who believe that the status quo has to change. 
I am with, I don't like the constant arguing and I don't like it falling in to my hobbies and my escapism. But the truth of the matter is, if you want change, I've always said, you have to enact the change that you want. And by hanging out and talking about what is OSR and not OSR with someone who is diametrically opposed to your ideology may, may not go well. Because even though it is correct to stick to the topic at hand, sometimes the tendrils of these other facets of a person's being are going to seep in and they're going to get drawn into conversation and it's going to change that conversation. I'm not saying it's right. In fact, it isn't. There's no good way to have a discussion if you can't keep the discussion on topic because you're never going to get anywhere. And as you say, that's where we are in the world today. I don't know. Oh, no, there's something wrong with the world today. And I think I know what it is. As far as what is the OSR, in many ways, I think you're right that that is what OSR needs to designate. And when you say offshoots, I mean system mechanic offshoots. So it's not enough to have uh, the aesthetic of old school D&D. It really needs to have enough rules similarity that you can, you know, run it on the fly. You can convert on the fly. I don't know if that's ever going to be the case, though. Is it ever going to stay that way? I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. I don't even know if really that works. Obviously, it doesn't work for everyone. It works for me because I think that that allows the designation to have uh, meaning again. But who am I? Who are you? Who is anybody? Thanks for calling in, Mr. Connolly. Thought-provoking discussion, and I would love to agree to disagree with you anytime. Hey, Jason. Larry here. Um, it had been a while. I had been neglecting some of the anchor casts uh, for a while, so I've sat down the last couple of days and listened to quite a few episodes of The Random Screed, and it, it always uh, gives me a lot to think about, whether it's gaming stuff you're bringing up or just what's going on in the world and with life so just wanted to say you've always got ears on you and i appreciate you putting yourself out there and then bringing these discussions up um, like i said always thought provoking and it's it's good to hear your voice thank you larry so much for catching up with the screen and calling in uh this is another friendly call in that uh, is a feel good and I do feel good thank you for the message very similar to Carl's and uh, I really appreciate that I've seen by my numbers that they're creeping up and it seems like people are catching up it makes me feel like I I gotta do a better show for (laughs) y'all I don't know how I would Um, unfortunately I'm not sure the show gets better with age Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. It definitely follows um, my cyclic moods. So, 
that's what you're going to get without question. Uh, regardless, I really appreciate again that you called in. I hope you continue to listen. And you know what they say. Tell your friend's mom about it. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, Larry. If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van. Don't turn off that sat nav man. Random screed, random screed. Don't know what you get, but it's what you need. I'm in the midst of a trauma. Leave a message. I'll call you back. So, faithful listeners would know this is the final couch. I had to drop that uh, quote in there. Anybody know who the quote's from? No Screed Award for anybody who can tell me what that is a quote of. Other than that, I just thought I would say I have been in the midst of a trauma, but it is, I think it's getting better. I am reconciling what it means to be in the midst of a trauma and what I can really do about it. So we can't stop, I shouldn't say can't, usually uh, there are things in our lives that are beyond our control. For really all we can control is ourselves and how we react to things. And I believe truly balanced people do a better job of reacting to things than other people do. Right now it seems like it's something that should be plausible and make logical sense that when depressed, I should have better control of how I respond to that depression. Unfortunately, the depression and mania makes me respond differently depending on where my brain is. So I think the answer is to try and turn the feelings off and only think of things logically. (coughs) Is that even, is that possible? Is that plausible? Is that how people sometimes survive heavy depression? I've often been accused of not caring about anything. I'm so laid back. You don't have a care in the world. I think that's how I have survived and dealt with it thus far is by becoming unemotionally attached to the things that people do and the things that happen. Unfortunately, that also makes me unemotionally attached to the things I do and may not recognize or over-rationalize how things that I do may affect other people, specifically my loved ones. So this is uh, this is a pretty important thing to figure out and fix, but it also is a pretty good indicator of why or how a lot of things have happened. It's not that much different from what I've been saying for 229 episodes, but it's just a hair deeper, a hair deeper dive, which I'm hoping 
in the future can bring a better understanding of how to deal with issues and how to deal with other people in order to not hurt them, which helps me in the long run and certainly helps them be around me. So, yeah. (laughs) That's some pretty deep shit. And, uh... Let's talk about gaming. These are the days of high adventure. So I've gone on the record making a statement that I think GMs sometimes overuse random encounters or halt the progression of the story uh, because of some arbitrary decision to use tables or combat or whatever. And I think I had an epiphany recently in my own game, Days of Lincium. So not the session in two days ago, but the session before that, I think I mentioned that two characters uh, died. Well, I was thinking about that and I realized that they've been trying unsuccessfully to take the same area to quote unquote clear it out and it's progressively gotten more difficult and dangerous obviously and I've been thinking about how frustrating that kind of is for me because I'm ready I'm over it I'm ready for him to be past this segment and move on to something else but I am subconsciously making it more difficult for them because I am not doing as good a job as I could making the encounters to be the difficulty I want them to be. Um, I usually consider myself pretty good at this, but there's more to it than just looking on paper what characters' abilities are, and you have to really kind of decipher the players you're playing with and what their expectations of the game are and how they play. So in Kalmada or Midlands, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's, uh, it is what it is, and this is what happens. But in a traditional campaign, you're going to get that frustration of a lack of progress if you're killing characters and making it difficult to get through a certain area. So my buddy Kevin Madison on uh, Dungeon Musings has talked about how many times we had to attack Heather Top Warren or how many times it's taking us to fight this goal, goal, fight this knoll uh, encampment, this knoll invasion against the Aarakocra. Well, it's only as tough as you make it. And if you make it so tough that players in a, in a particular session can only get so far, then they have to retreat and rest. You, I mean, part of the game is knowing when to run, right? And knowing when you're not going to win a fight. And so in some ways, you're almost penalizing them for doing so. Yes, I agree there should be there should be uh, continuance, there should be verismissilitude in the setting that things continue around the players. So but at the same time, if it takes three or four sessions to do a five room dungeon uh, because you're constantly beating the shit out of them, there's a problem. And I realized the problem was I was making things harder than I should have for character level and player competency 
some players would have been fine and just walked through it and not had an issue because they would have used all the abilities and um, utility that their characters have, but not necessarily this group. So what do you do? How do you figure that out? I don't know. I t just told the players what I thought. I did the same thing to my players in um, Lost in Agata. They had really had a lot of trouble with certain things. And I think part of it is is me making it more difficult than it needs to be. And there's reasons for that. It's not like it's all just, you know, arbitrarily being a dumbass. And because I want the players to feel challenged with their characters and what their characters are doing. But I don't want the challenge to be so difficult that that's all they get done in that session is one combat and they have to return and it doesn't feel like there was any progression made in the plot. So I guess I just wanted to talk about this fine line and how difficult it can be for a game master to ascertain where, where this encounter should fall on that spectrum. And so in our design, we should be more cognizant of what's happening with this particular group and me especially so if anyone has any thoughts on that or stories or want to interact on anything that i've talked about on this episode hey give me a call if you really love listening to the screed and you want to support the screed somehow uh currently all i have for support would be through my youtube not yeah not my youtube channel no support there through my Twitch channel, um, twitch.tv forward slash Hobbs665, and you can uh, follow and subscribe to that channel, or you can go to Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash OSRN Hobbs. Uh, I really appreciate any of the support. Um, I've been slacking in uh, my Hobbs and Friends show, uh, basically because I need an editor. If you know how to edit audio and want to join the OSR and Hobbs family, let me know. Uh, you can email me at hnfhobbs at gmail.com and call here or contact me on Discord, Hobbs665, any of the ways. Otherwise, let's listen to TJ Drennan and... Cognizate, cognitize, chew on what the hell I just said in this whole episode. Thanks for listening. Be good. Stay alive. It's a beautiful day in the game. Oh, a beautiful day for my gamers. Would you be one? Could you be one? But don't despair, this colony's breeding great robbers Would you be one? Could you be one? If the native mortality rate works for you For a few bucks a month you can sign up and have the hogs kill you So let's make the most of another someday Brew up some coffee and play it my way Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my gamers? Won't you be? Won't you please? Please won't you be my gamers?